Darkcast Network. The light shines brightest on our indie podcasts. This is the CTN Breakdown. Tonight, we're discussing the case of Delta Dawn. Welcome, nerdlings, to the CTN Breakdown. So we're going to do things a little different tonight. Uh, We're mixing it up a bit. I do have a few announcements and some housekeeping stuff that we figured we'd kind of combine into this episode. And a breakdown for the case of Delta Dawn. So you may have noticed that we're only mentioning one of the Jane Doe's that we did last week. We are actually excited to announce that next week we have some special guests uh, who are going to come on the show and discuss the case of Opelika Jane Doe with us. So we have opted to break these two cases down separately. So tonight's a bit of a shorter episode, but we are going to still break down Delta Dawn. Yeah, so just some housekeeping stuff. Um, first off, I don't know about you, Ash, but I'm pretty happy to be formally back at it again. <laughs> uh Unfortunately, we have to send out some apologies to our listeners. We uh, may have had some technical difficulties, uh, i.e. Ash's computer yet again (laughs) hates us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, so we ended up losing a few episodes in there and having to accept defeat and not being able to release anything for what, last week? The week before, two weeks? Maybe? Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah, two weeks, yeah. Yeah, so we apologize. Uh, it was nice to release this week and be back on track again. So unfortunately, those things happen, and when things break, you have to kind of just accept it, and it's not always going to work out the way you want. So <laughs> no more breaks for a bit, hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, knock ashes. on wood. <laughs> yeah, just uh, sage your computer, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, though, we have some some good stuff coming out. hmm I'm excited for next week to have uh, our special guests Mm -hmm. who are kind of the go-to people in the community on the case of the Opelika Jane Doe. So that should be really informative for folks. Yeah, I am super, super excited. Me too. uh, Nat, you told me and I was like, what? I was kind of like jumping out of my skin because I was like, I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. Yeah, it'll be fun to break it down with them and and to discuss the case in depth. So um. The other exciting thing, I know we haven't talked about this in uh, a few years, actually, probably since we first started, but the nerdling acts of kindness. So Ash and I have been talking, and we would really, really, really love to bring that back and have that be a thing. So uh, we're kind of talking about some different options for it. Uh, I know some things we've kicked around have been donations, um, merch sales, things like that, that we can do to... I don't know, just uh, get back in the community, maybe donate to some of the Doe cases that need DNA funding or something. So mm-hmm. more to come on that. We just kind of wanted to put the little bug out. Um, we'll be definitely announcing stuff on our socials when we we make a decision of how we're going to go about bringing it back. But uh, in the meantime, if you all want to do some acts of kindness and hit us up and let us know what you did, that'd be really cool. So we're going to try and show what we are doing as well. So yeah, send us an email and we'll shout you out because you're awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Love to shout out. So that is the other deal. And then we've got a couple promotions that we wanted to throw out there. We have got our friends over at uh, Horror House, which is a true crime and horror podcast focusing on the macabre. I am a huge fan of this show. So as a oh, yeah. as a mad horror buff. Yeah, it's 
an awesome podcast and Dom awesome. is just incredible. And the first episode I listened to actually was, this is going to sound so bad, but Medieval Torture. And it <laughs> actually was right after I rewatched the whole series of Game of Thrones. So it This sounds yeah. exactly like the episode you would have started <laughs> with. So thanks, Dom. And it was, it was so good. It was so good. So take a listen. Honestly, the show's excellent. So definitely go take a listen. We'll play the promo for Horror House. Well, hello, I'm Dom, and I'm the host of Horror House, True Crime and the Macabre. Horror House, True Crime and the Macabre is a delectable delight of True Crime and the Macabre, sprinkled with just the right amount of that dry British humour. Horror House can be found anywhere that you listen to podcasts, and is on Instagram at Twitter at horrorhouse underscore pod, and on Facebook at horrorhousepod. Episodes are released weekly on a Friday, or as weekly as studying full-time and working part-time allows. So why don't you make a brew and come join me as I weave tales of horror and discomfort. Until next time, stay spooky. And then we also have a promotion from our good friends over at Did Not Need to Know podcast, which is a true crime podcast also hosted by some sisters. So if you enjoy a certain show with some sister podcasters, definitely uh, go give them a listen because you might enjoy what they got too. We're big fans of them. So we just wanted to shout them out and also play their promotion as well. This is Did Not Need to Know. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danielle. I love true crime. And I hate it. We are sisters, and this is a comedy true crime podcast where I scare Danielle every week with stories that she did not need to know. Follow us to listen. Did Not Need to Know, streaming everywhere, released on Mondays. We are on Instagram at Did Not Need to Know and Facebook and Twitter at DNNTK Podcast. Bye. Yes, support those indie podcasts, folks. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. So, you know, it really helps them out. Go give them some love. Go give them some listens. So, And I did just want to mention this because if my audio is a little echoey or kind of off, I did just move, and I had to kind of make my own little Harry Potter closet, and it's the first time I'm podcasting in it, so... <laughs> I mean, at least you're out of the car now. Yes, I'm not in a car anymore. It's so great. I'm not freezing my toes <laughs> off. Ash uh, often podcasted from her car, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> upgrades, yeah. people. Upgrades. <laughs> Absolutely. See... We're moving on up. <laughs> All right. So I think that's everything I had for the for the updates. Oh, wait. No, I lied. I forgot. We are changing our release day. You may have noticed that the release date has been a little uh, sporadic since the new year. So uh, I started a new job. Ash has moved. So things have been a little crazy. We apologize, but we are actually going to be switching our release dates to formally be Mondays. It's just a little easier for us to get that extra day with the weekend and to just keep on delivering good content. So um, it's for the best if we have one extra day in doing so. So we've opted to to switch it to Mondays. So yeah, uh, hopefully that's not too big of a shock because it's been going on for a couple weeks. So <laughs> yeah, that's it's it, really this whole this whole nerd bite slash CTN breakdown comes down to. So we suck <laughs> and can't organize our lives this year. So sorry. Welcome to our very indie hot mess podcast that 
happens and we both work and life gets crazy. So unfortunately, <laughs> every once in a while, we fail miserably. So hopefully, this is the last of our fails and going forward, we can go back to being consistent again. That's the life mm-hmm, goal. Mm-hmm, definitely. Things are settling down, so I think we will be able to. Whew. So what do you think? Are we getting Whew. into it? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I'm ready. Okay, so I have a few questions for you, Nat, because you, like, when we first started talking about true crime, I had honestly not really heard much of Delta Dawn, um, but you actually heard quite a bit, so. Yeah, this is the third of the the three cases that I was obsessed with growing up and into nowadays times that were kind of the the ones that started my, my love of true crime. Uh, Oklahoma Girl Scouts, this case, and uh, Boy in the Box. So those were probably my top three cases that have all, interestingly enough, all unsolved up until recently. So there's that. Uh, it definitely started my love of the unsolved. I mean, like we said in the episode, there's always those cases that really just stick with you. Yeah. And Delta Dawn's case, I mean, it's hard not to have the story of a toddler who was found deceased and no one knows this little kid's name. It's hard not to take that one with you and remember that one, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. So she's always she's always stuck with me. I was very relieved and happy to hear that her name has finally been given back to her. So sad that it all happened, but I'm really glad that they were able to identify her finally. And actually piggybacking off of that, um, mm. do you think this case would have been solved without the wonderful donations brought forth by the woman from New York who's, no. who this case just stuck with her? I, I think it would have been hard-pressed to have somebody do that out of the kindness of their heart. So um, I don't think it would have been solved yet. I think eventually it would have been submitted for DNA, but with that donation, um, Ash, you know this, but... It is very expensive for DNA testing, and it is often out of pocket. So mm-hmm. these donations literally are what go to solve these crimes is the honest answer. So I don't think it would have been solved without it, or it would have taken a lot longer. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like it definitely would have taken a lot longer because, yeah, like you said, like we know, it takes it takes a lot of out-of-pocket money. And that is exactly why we want to do – like start kicking up nerdling acts of kindness again. Absolutely. It was that covering that part of the case and talking about it really made me realize that is something that we could also help to do. Um, You know, we have a platform, so let's use it for good. And let's, I don't know, I just love to see the community come together and help cases out. So in the beginning of the episode, we had talked about the truck driver that had seen a woman or what he thought was a woman's body floating in the in the river. Do you think that this body was actually Gwendolyn or do you think it was kind of like a trick of the eye and it might have just been Delta Dawn? Um, no, I actually think it was Gwendolyn as well. Unfortunately, both family members, I think, ended up in the water. What the circumstances behind that, I'm not, you know, obviously we're not 100% on, but I do think he saw Gwendolyn that day. I, I do think she was deceased. I, I would suspect maybe... Her remains maybe went to the bottom of the river. It's very possible, so. Yeah, definitely. Or, I, or washed up somewhere. Yeah, I am with you on that, too. I mean, we're always usually in the same boat with those kind of things, so. Yeah. So do you think that the woman passerbys had seen on the highway clutching something was Gwendolyn as well? I'm not sure on that. Uh, yes, I think. I think I do. Mm-hmm. 
I think it was Gwendolyn that day. I don't know if she was running away from someone or something or if something had happened to their vehicle, what have you. But I do think that it was Gwendolyn that day and I think she was holding little Alicia. Yeah, that's something that I think about too is like where – I mean, was she just walking? Like, was she – did she get in a fight with somebody and get out of the car and like start walking away? Like, you just never know. You never know. Did someone, you know, kick her out of the car or did someone stop and were they attacking her? There's so many scenarios it could have been. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I personally, I definitely think it was Gwendolyn. And then that brings me on to my next question. Do you think that this was a case of domestic abuse? Oof, that's a hard question. Mm -hmm. Um, Like in the episode, the last time that their family had seen them, they were with a man. And they were moving to another state with him. Yeah, it is interesting. And the family did not know who this person was. And so part of me says, yes, it could have been. I definitely think that there is somebody out there who knows more than what they've come forward with. So, yeah, I think I'll commit to I do think it was possibly a case of of domestic abuse that ended in murder. Yeah, because, I mean, the investigators couldn't rule out strangulation. Right. So that's another thing that we've seen a lot, too, mm-hmm. is it's it's very personal. Right. And, um, I mean, the other thing to remember, too, is Alicia's a year-and-a-half toddler. Somebody can be forced to drown. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah, I still think it's it was murder. Yeah, same. Around Thanksgiving, moving to another state with some man that the family didn't even know and didn't really stick around long enough for the family to get to know. Um, Right. And then they haven't heard from them ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it could also, I mean, this is just a theory, but another theory could be maybe they were hitchhiking, getting away from somebody and just happened to, because hitchhiking was pretty big back then. So It was. Maybe they got with the wrong people. Mm -hmm. It's possible. There's a lot of scenario. A lot of things can happen on the road. Yep. Definitely. So, but I I don't think Gwendolyn herself was involved in her daughter's death. I don't. Oh, yeah. No, I don't believe that either. No. I think, unfortunately, she's another victim as well. So here's a question for you. What do you think happened to Gwendolyn? Do you think that she was the body or do you think that she's another Jane Doe out there maybe? Yeah, that's like – I was actually thinking about that before we even got on Mm. this call to do the breakdown. Because the truck driver said he thought he saw somebody in the water face down. That was a woman. And then all of a sudden, the body was gone. Right. So, I don't know. It's like, wow, was this this person, like, in the water? Maybe there was a bad accident looking for Alicia or Delta mm. Dawn and couldn't find them and, like, left. But then you'd think they'd go to the authorities. So then I canceled that, right. that scenario out. Yeah, it's it's hard, I think. I think either, unfortunately, Gwendolyn is is still in the water. I don't know. It's it's really hard because you would think that after like a month or so, a body would come back up and be found. But if it was like a desolate, like wooded area, then maybe not. Or if she got, yeah, or if her remains got caught on something. There's a lot of scenarios. I just wondered if maybe, you know, because – the river they were on was pretty long. Maybe maybe she drifted further than, than expected. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely 
don't think that their deaths was accidental. Yeah, same. Yeah, I think this was definitely evil that did this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I feel like a lot of people would agree with us on that. Yeah, it takes uh, a whole different human to to murder a toddler, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. It's really hard with the children cases, especially for the does, but Opelika, Jane Doe, Delta Dawn, those cases, baby boy Doe, those ones are really hard just because they're so mm-hmm. innocent. Yeah. It really takes a, a whole new low to to hurt a child. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I mean, I didn't have many more questions or any more questions for you, actually. Did you have mm-hmm. any any for me? Uh, no, no. I was just going to see what your thoughts were on, on what happened to Gwendolyn and if you thought it was accidental or not. Yeah. And I mean, maybe, who knows, maybe Gwendolyn was really running from somebody who was really abusive mm-hmm. and there was an accident and then Gwendolyn couldn't really come forth because she's running from an abuser. Like, you never know. Like, who knows? Maybe her abuser was was a local policeman or something. Mm. How would you go to the cops if if someone right. who's abusing right. you is a cop? You know, it's it's tough. Yeah. It, there's a lot of a lot of possibilities. I lean towards she's a she's a victim as well. Yeah. I think authorities do too. Mm-hmm. Um, from everything I read, it's thought she's a victim. It's just a question of where her remains have been put. Yeah, definitely. But I am glad that they finally gave Alicia back her name. Yeah. Forensic genetic genealogy, man. <laughs> it's very cool. Very cool. If um and if anyone's interested in learning a little bit more and you haven't listened to our episode uh, that we did with the Red Graves, where they were kind enough to come on the show and explain the passion and the job of forensic genetic genealogy that they do. So uh, they were instrumental in solving this case. So I definitely recommend checking out that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're just – they are just the most wonderful people. Also that. Also can't say that enough. Oh, they're just so great. The world needs needs more like them out there. And that's the great part about this true crime community is being in this community, you just meet so many great people. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree. We have met some some good friends, uh, one of which he's going to be joining us next week. So <laughs> I am very excited for that. Uh it's a familiar voice. You have heard his voice on this show before. so. <laughs> um, but this is a different context, so it'll be kind of interesting to, to hear the story a little bit more. But mm-hmm. yeah, so next week uh, we'll have an additional CTN breakdown. Oh, and then I forgot what other exciting thing we have coming on down the line. Ooh. For the whole month of April, we are doing heists. Ah. Uh, Ashen- yeah, it's heist month. Uh, I got promised things, too. Uh, it's not always blood splatter and you know body farms kiddo sometimes one of us just wants to write about heists um it started because i watched oceans eight last week and uh i got it in my head that i just really wanted to write like several episodes about heists so we won't have ctn breakdowns with those instead we're gonna have some guests kind of come and talk about some of these old-timey Capers, I guess, is the word for it. <laughs> I don't know the term heist, uh, robberies. Uh, I mean, there's lots of terms for it, but yeah. uh, I am a sucker for these type of stories. So I-, I felt like after Israel Keys and a series of Jane Doe's, it was time to have a little bit of some some laughs and some lighthearted uh, crime. So we're gonna do yeah. a month of that's something we haven't done. So some of them are unsolved, actually. So they're they're still they're still in our 
our wheelhouse. They're still unsolved for the most part. But that'll be exciting. And then we'll get back to some normal true crime cases after that. But I felt <laughs> yeah, like we so, earned a break. <laughs> so you heard it here first. If you really want to get into it, you can start watching heist movies from like here on out up until April. Because I mean, there's a lot of good ones. Italian Job. There are. Yeah. All of the Oceans movies, so. I think there's, there's one that. called American Animals, too. Something oh, Animals, I don't know that one. it's so good. It's so good. So definitely watch that. Figure out what the name of that one is. Send it my way. I don't know that one. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> Snatch. That's one of my other favorite films, too. Mm-hmm. It's a little, not really straight up a heist movie, but still good. But yeah, that was the, that's the inspiration for the upcoming season. So you're welcome. <laughs> All right. And with that, nerdlings, I believe we conclude the case of Delta Dawn. But join us next week for the breakdown on the Opelika Jane Doe with our special guests. See you then. See you then.